Hello, this is River Anne, and welcome to another episode of Heart Sense. Our topic today is a continuation on human design, how getting to know ourselves more fully opens and supports our heart's wisdom and life's journey. My special guest is Pam December, a human design practitioner who helps people discover their unique energy blueprint to nourish themselves from the inside out and create quantum change. Hi, Pam. It's great to have you back. Welcome to HeartSense, and thank you for being my guest today. Hello, River Ann. I'm so happy to be here as well. Excited to have this conversation. So happy to dive in. You're an empath and you work with a person's unique energy blueprint to assist them in their life changes. Your passion revolves around work in the ancient sciences, what we're now calling human design. For those in my audience that have no idea what human design is, would you begin by giving us a little introduction to it? Absolutely. So human design brings together the Kabbalah, the I Ching, the Hindu chakra system, Eastern and Western astrology, and quantum physics. And what it does, it brings all these systems together based on your birth time and date, so much like astrology, and gives you a body graph chart, which is your energetic blueprint of how you interact with the world. And the purpose of human design is really to get you to tap into your body consciousness as a decision-making tool freeing up the mind to explore, be curious, rather than stuck in anxiety and decision fatigue. So would you call it a journey in self-discovery and empowerment? Absolutely, because the I Ching is involved, there's 64 key archetypes of the human experience that are all shown in the chart. And we each have a unique expression of that, a unique combination of those things. So by diving into each of the archetypes within human design, you're really able to know yourself on a deep, deep level. I read that human design has four different blueprints. Can you talk a bit about those four? Yeah, there are four aura types in human design, and each aura type has a different strategy for moving through the world. We have reflectors, projectors, generator types, and manifestors. So manifestors, they make up about 7% or so of the population. They're the only ones here that can get inspiration and just go and do it. All the other three aura types, they have some kind of weighting built into their strategy. So the generator types are here to respond, and that's to the people, places, things. So you think of like signs from the universe. We're here to respond to those things and in the moment and move through life in that way. Projectors are here to guide. So they need to wait to be recognized by generators as having the knowledge and expertise that they need to, to help guide them through life. Projectors are finding systems generally that they really enjoy and they become experts in those systems. And for them to wait for the generator to recognize them before providing guidance, not only so that the generator actually receives and hears it, but so that they feel that feelings of success and recognition that makes them feel valued and heard in, in the world. So the last type is the reflectors and they're like two to three percent of the population. They are the barometers for their communities. So it's really important for them to surround themselves with people, places, and things that feel really good to them. And their strategy is to wait a full lunar cycle before entering into 
major decisions such as relationships, jobs, moves, those kinds of things. Certainly wouldn't want to be a reflector and, and be an impatient person. Society isn't set up for people to wait. We're not supposed to wait. We're just supposed to make decisions and go. And that's, so that's part of the reason why strategy and authority and tapping into that body wisdom is so important. There's just so much that's just expected of us. Unless it's your own personal truth, we shouldn't be engaging in. I wonder how much karma plays into this, whether you come in as one or the other because you have something to learn. Super interesting that you bring that up because part of the human design chart also shows your incarnation cross. And you're either a left angle cross, a juxtaposition, or a right angle cross. And the left angle cross is here. It is a karmic thing. It's a transpersonal profile and it's about cleaning up karma where the right angle cross is more about their own personal experience and they're creating karma. Some of the things that I see happening with humanity right now is the challenge of being strong enough to follow your own heart. For many people, that's easy because they've always done it. For others who may not have been allowed to have a voice at home and their families or at work or in the world, there's probably been this messaging that has said, you can't do that. So can you address how each of these human designs can have a breakthrough and of learning how to connect with their heart so they can receive the information, intuition, the direction for their path? Oh, that's a great question. So yeah, going back to the four aura types um, and discovering your own type, one of the first things that you're going to want to learn is your strategy and authority. And it's so key now and going forward because we do, we live in a time where there's so much information. There's so many expectations. There's just so much. And so how, how do you move through the world and make sure that your needs are being met, that what you're doing is an integrity? So part of that is each aura type has its own strategy for making decisions. And a key part of human design is getting you out of your mind and into your body. So I mentioned manifestors already. They, they're the ones that can just go do it. So when inspiration strikes, they can inform who is directly impacted by their decision, and then they can move forward with it. With the projector, they're waiting to be recognized by the, the generators that really value them and see their magic. And when the generators see that, they'll invite the projectors into opportunities. And then the projector has the opportunity to feel into that as to whether it feels like the right invitation for them or not. And if it is, then they can move forward with it. With the generator types, because we're inspired beings, like we are constantly having ideas, part of this seven-centered way of being that we brought forward was everything being logical, everything having an explanation, having certainty. And we really don't live in times like that now. Those pieces are only going to be, I want to say worse, but we're going to see it more, we'll say. So for the generator types, it's fine to have those inspirations and those ideas and that, but the idea is that you wait for signs and symbols before you move forward with any of those things. So example I use is generator decides, I want to go on a vacation. You don't just go and book a vacation. <laughs> you wait to see, and this is part of the challenge is the waiting, 
wait to see the signs and symbols that might show up around that. So you're driving down the freeway, you see a big billboard and it's like Mexico and you see that billboard and you're like, oh yeah. And it's this whole, like this full body light up. And when that happens, then you're like, okay, now I can book my trip to Mexico because something externally has shown up. My body has responded to it. So it's the correct thing for me. And then our reflectors, they have to wait a full moon cycle to make big decisions. So whether it's to be friends with somebody or enter a relationship, a move, a job, any of these major life decisions, when an opportunity presents itself, it's really to feel into it for a full moon cycle because the moon is going to create all these activations in their chart as it moves through the cosmos so that they have an opportunity to experience those energies through that month to be able to make a decision that is correct for them. Fantastic. What an interesting cascade of things to consider for human design. What are some of the challenges that you think humanity is experiencing right now as we are ready to make this transition, wrestling with ourselves as we see that old energy still there, man's inhumanity to man still exists, and now it's transferred to the earth and the animals too. How do we transition through these challenges using our heart wisdom and our knowledge of human design as we begin to look into that? To get to the next place. Yeah, I really feel like that comes down to each of us personally cultivating a sense of self-love, a sense of self-worth, which ties back to the heart center or also known as the ego center, which was part of that heart chakra. We're all going through this sadness and grief about another war on the planet. Last night, I decided to play my crystal bowl and send the energy out into the world. So I was playing all seven chakras and the message kept coming to me that the ones most needed were E and F. E relates to the solar plexus and F to the heart and love. And when I listened to those tones, it was like, what is it about the E and F? And you just kind of told me. Yes, like there's so much healing and deconditioning with these now four centers that needs to be done, like not on, a, on the individual level, on the tribal level, on the collective level. And like this is a natural process that we're going through as part of evolution that doesn't take away from how uncomfortable it is or how confusing it can be. But partly knowing that this is one of the underlying things that is going on will hopefully bring some people some solace. What do you think would happen if everybody felt free enough to be their authentic self and live in their highest frequency? Oh my goodness. The world would be an amazing place if these cycles of trauma that have been going on for millennia ended and our children grew up not having to do this work and just be themselves and be the creative beings that they are without the baggage. It's just unfathomable the new earth that would be created from that. If we heal on the individual level and we heal our heart, that affects so many people, like not only in our lineages, but going back to like non-linearness of time, like the ripples that that creates, if you're healed in the now, that means like every incarnation that you've had or ever will is, is this healed person and healed expression. 
and the thousands of lives that that actually equals to, like it's it's really hard to fathom. And but that's why it makes this healing of the heart and this heart sense so important. Because when your cup is full and you know who you are and you're serving from that place, it's one of incredible integrity. And that's not something that's modeled enough. I agree. Yes. And really tune in to our innate wisdom. That's the thing, right? If we're continually looking outside of ourselves for authority, it's just going to lead to confusion and ungroundedness. And it's taking you away from your heart. So if you can tap into that as a mirror, like when you're distracted by war, for example, what war is happening on the inside? One of the truths that have, has come to me that I feel is, is truth and listeners will have to decide for themselves is like what we're going through right now. We're two years into a lot of chaos. We're in this for a lot longer. Like this is a long haul thing. And the more that we can cultivate that ability to hold both, like the stillness within and the chaos without, we'll just be able to navigate the times that we're in that much healthier. Absolutely. We simply need to remind each other, you can be a vessel of love. Yeah, it makes me think of... Like when somebody gets a human design reading, one of the basic things that has gone through is each of the nine centers. Now, each of these centers, they can either be defined or undefined or open. And that the definition just means that you're it's something that you express consistently and that you have access to consistently. If something's a center is undefined or open, it takes energy in from others. And it's here to build wisdom around that. So if everybody's operating from this heart space with a very, like a clean, healthy heart that's in integrity, overflowing because you're sourced, those people that have the identity center defined are going to be radiating this beautiful, beautiful energy. And the beings that have the identity center undefined or open, they're going to be taking that beautiful energy in and amplifying it out. So it's just this, it reminds me like a perpetual motion machine or something, the undefined taking it in, amplifying it out, and it just like reciprocating, right? And what a joy it would be for the people that are undefined or open to be taking in healthy energy versus energy that's distorted or in a lower expression. So we can all just look at ourselves, learn about ourselves, learn to be self-compassionate and empathetic with ourselves. Because again, if we're operating from that, we're going to be putting that out in the world just by being, and that can be uh, reflected back. A great direction. Thank you for that. Tips you may have. We have these global cycles that are playing out in the background, and we're shifting into a new global cycle in 2027. And this new global cycle is the era of the individual. So this can go either way. It can go like the narcissistic way where people are super self-centered and just thinking about themselves, or it could be the more holistic way where yes, we're thinking about ourselves and we're filling our own cup first, but it's really for the purpose of serving from 
the overflow from that abundance. The intent is to serve in the long run, but knowing that we serve best when we're fully sourced. So that comes to mind. I vote for that one. Yes. So, and the other thing yeah, is to, to get your chart, see what your energy type is. There's a lot on the chart. So just concentrating on what your strategy and authority is. That's really the basics of human design. That's all you really need to learn. But there are deeper layers for those that want to deepen their experiment. It's up to you to decide what you take on and what you don't. It really gives you the ability to be sovereign and your own authority. I just think it's one of the, the best tools for getting to know yourself on that deep, deep level. This has been a fabulous discussion, very informative and very interesting. I'm sure my audience will have a lot of questions. Many of them want to know how to reach you. And you have a podcast called Mad for Purple. So please first tell us about Mad for Purple and then how they can find you. Yes, the Mad for Purple as a name, yeah, it really comes down to the resonance of purple as a color. Not only is it my favorite color, it's also about the, the higher chakras. It's about royalty and luxury and spirituality and just really goodness. <laughs> so that's the energy that I'm trying to bring forth with Bad for Purple. And yeah, and the podcast is all about spirituality, self-actualization, healing, and human design. To find me, uh, just head to madforpurple.com. On there, there's a link to get your chart pulled so that you can find out your human design type. And on Facebook, there's the Mad for Purple podcast Facebook group. Fabulous. I'm going to be listening. And we will see you again. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. That concludes part two of Human Design with Pam December. What a fabulous, insightful interview that was. For my listeners who missed part one of Human Design, you may want to check it out as well. The music for today was an original composition by Marshall Styler entitled Easter Fires from his CD Red River Crossing. You can find Marshall's music online by going to piano at marshallstyler.com. And funding for this episode was provided by the Goldenstein Gallery in Sedona, Arizona, celebrating their 20th anniversary this year. This is a premier fine art gallery exhibiting throughout the five-star luxury resort of La Berge de Sedona. The Goldenstein Gallery represents over 50 noted local and regional artists and offers a unique experience for guests and visitors to view life-size and monumental sculpture in the gardens with changing exhibits of paintings, jewelry, kaleidoscopes, and maquette sculpture throughout the resort. They also provide opportunities to meet their artists and residents. For more information, visit their website at goldensteinart.com or call 928-204-1765 for a complimentary tour. That's it for today, friends. See you next time.